You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Tuesday, February the 22nd, 2022. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. The Ukraine crisis. Russian President Vladimir Putin has ordered troops into two rebel-held regions in eastern Ukraine after recognizing Luhansk and Donetsk as independent states. The Russian lower house of parliament, the Duma, ratified the treaties with the regions earlier. Footage released overnight appeared to show Russian military vehicles heading towards the Ukrainian border. Russia said the troops would be peacekeeping in the breakaway regions, which it has backed since 2014. The United States said that calling them peacekeepers was nonsense and accused Russia of creating a pretext for war. Ukraine's president said Kiev might break off diplomatic relations with Moscow in light of the developments. In a late-night televised address to the nation, President Vladimir Zelensky called for clear and effective actions of support from Ukraine's international allies. Several countries, including the United Kingdom, are considering introducing new sanctions against Russia in response to its move. The European Union's top diplomat said that a decision on first punitive measures against Russia would be made today. The White House earlier announced that it would prevent U.S. investment in the breakaway areas and that there would be an announcement of further sanctions later today. Following a situation assessment yesterday, Israel relocated its embassy activities and staff from Kiev to Lvov in the western part of the country near the border with Poland. The foreign ministry again urged all Israelis in Ukraine to leave the country immediately. The ministry estimates that at present there are about 7,000 Israeli citizens in Israel. The director general of the foreign ministry, Alon Ushpiz, told Khan that the route from Kiev to Lvov, where Israel has set up the temporary diplomatic mission, is open. He said the border crossings are open for Israelis to pass into neighboring countries and that there is no plan to evacuate Israeli diplomats from Ukraine and that temporary office will continue to provide consular services. Coronavirus, the number of COVID-19-related deaths in Israel since the start of the outbreak two years ago, has passed 10,000. And according to Health Ministry data released this morning, currently stands at 10,003, with more than 1,000 of the deaths in the past month. At the same time, new infections and serious cases continue to drop. There are currently 753 people hospitalized in serious condition, 224 of them on ventilators. Nearly 13,000 new cases were diagnosed yesterday for a positive test result rate of 13.5%. Health Ministry Director General Professor Nachman Ash says that the fifth outbreak of infection is not yet over. He said that the number of people who have tested positive is still higher than previous outbreaks and the burden on hospitals is still great, though the health care system has not collapsed. In remarks at a meeting of the Parliamentary Health Committee, Ash said that the health care system will require an additional budget. Politics. Cabinet Minister without portfolio Eli Avidar of Yisrael Beitenu is expected to quit the government today and return to the Knesset. Avidar has in recent days criticized how the government is being run. 
Meanwhile, a con reporter says efforts are underway to try to find a compromise on the latest disagreements. The coalition had to pull its legislative motions from the plenum agenda yesterday after the blue and white faction announced it would boycott the votes in protest over lack of advancement of its initiatives, including the yeshiva draft law and pensions for career soldiers. Sources in Merits including Knesset member Mosi Raz, proposed that Merits and Labor withdraw their opposition to the pension law in exchange for raising the minimum wage, a different issue. It is at odds with with Finance Minister Avigdor Lieberman of Yisrael, Beitenu. It was not clear how Lieberman would react to the idea. Border police arrested four Palestinians in Israel illegally on suspicion of entering military firing zones and stealing arms. The four entered the range in the south of the country last night and stole ammunition. They were caught in the act with night vision equipment, communications equipment, tools for breaking in, and a stolen motorbike that they used to enter the base. All of this was in their possession. On the roads, the Tel Aviv-bound lane of Highway 1 from Jerusalem has reopened to traffic. Earlier this morning, it was closed due to a traffic accident. A motorcycle rider in his 30s was struck and killed by a truck at the Harel Tunnel. And finally, police patrolling the beach north of Ashdod discovered a marble pillar believed to be part of a Byzantine-era church that was active in the area 1,500 years ago. The pillar was exposed following heavy rains. The find was located near the Ashdod Yam Antiquities area. The weather outlook, warmer today and tomorrow before turning colder on Thursday with local rain gathering strength overnight. Friday calls for intermittent rain in the north and center accompanied by isolated thunderstorms. Local rain in the south, snow in the Hermon, possible flooding in streams in the south and the east as well as along the coast. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 17, Tel Aviv 20, Haifa 16, Beersheba 22 and in Eilat going up to 24 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.